0: Today we celebrate the feast of the Holy Glorious and Chief Apostles, Peter and Paul. In their icon that we see on the tetrapod on the sacramental table this morning, we see them together as pillars, one on each side, holding up the universal church. St. Gregory writes about this saying that, quote, notice that Peter and Paul are equal in prominence and glory, and both hold up the church. Consequently, he says, the church now bestows one and the same honor on them both. The biblical book of the Acts of the Apostles can almost be split in two. The first half concerns St. Peter, and the second half St. Paul and his journeys. Although they were very different in physical stature, Paul being small in stature, and Peter a larger man, and their personalities were quite opposing as well. Paul was loud and fiery, and Peter quiet and humble. But the tales of their rejections and repentances and their conversions to Jesus Christ are very similar. Simon, St. Peter's given name, was a simple fisherman who heard the calling of Jesus Christ and followed. St. Peter was with Jesus for three years, hearing the words that Jesus preached and witnessing countless miracles. Yet when Peter followed Jesus Christ on that infamous night, He denies knowing Jesus three times, shouting fervently on the last time, on the third time, I do not even know the man. No sooner than Peter finishes with his three denials, he hears the rooster crow twice as Christ foretold to him and Peter then weeps bitterly in sorrow and repentance. For his three-part denial of Jesus Christ, Jesus restores St. Peter by asking him three times, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And by the third time that Jesus asked, Peter started to get upset. He asked me three times. How many times do I have to answer? Jesus did this for a purpose. That third time that Peter cried out with an oath, that he even did not even know who Jesus was, needed to be corrected. And so Jesus wanted Peter to fully acknowledge his commitment, and so Peter answered, Lord, you know everything about me. You know all things. You know that I love you. Thus restoring Peter to his proper place. We heard in this morning's gospel lesson from St. Matthew, Jesus talking with his disciples about what people are saying about him. Who do people say that I am? And they gave him all sorts of answers and rumors. Some say John the Baptist returned from the dead. Others say Elijah and still Jeremiah, one of the prophets. And Jesus said, then who do you, putting it personally right on them, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter was the only one with enough courage to come forward and proclaim, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus confirms Simon's answer and changes his name to Peter the Rock. And the other disciples follow. We see many similarities in the conversion of St. Paul. St. Paul was given the name Saul. That was his given name, and Saul was a well-educated man, a student of Gamaliel, a famous teacher of the law and the traditions of the Jewish people, and Saint Paul knew those traditions well. He knew the law of Moses. Saul's mission was to rid Damascus of all of the Jews who believed in the way The way was the name that the Jews used for those who believed in Jesus Christ, the long-awaited Messiah. And St. Paul then journeyed journeyed to Damascus to rid Damascus of all of these people who believed in the way. But something happened. On the road to Damascus, Saul encountered Jesus Christ, a light brighter than the sun shone all around Saul and a voice cried out Saul, Saul why are you persecuting me? and he answered in fear who are you Lord? and the Lord replied I am Jesus whom you are persecuting it is hard for you to kick against the goads the Lord said Kicking against the goads means the futility and the uselessness of fighting against the divine truth. The Lord Jesus Christ caused Saul to lose his sight. And in a dream, God told Ananias to lay his hands on St. Paul's head. And with the laying on of his hands, the scales fell off of St. Paul's eyes, and his eyes were opened and immediately Paul began to preach about Jesus Christ in the synagogues. However, Jesus Christ had other plans for St. Paul. He was to be the chosen vessel to bring the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ risen from the dead to the Gentiles. St. Paul, as we heard this morning, endured many trials and tribulations. He listed them. I'm listening to all of those things that happened to St. Paul, and I'm going, my Lord, who could bear that? He even had a thorn in his side. And Paul prayed to have that thorn in his side removed. And Jesus replied, my grace is sufficient for you My strength is made perfect in weakness. The Holy Father's write that that thorn in Paul's side was his past sins. He couldn't forget them. They burdened him. They were a thorn in his side. But the Lord said, don't worry. My grace is enough. Don't worry. In this morning's epistle lesson, we also hear St. Paul telling us in a very humble way how he was caught up into the highest heaven, the third heaven, the highest heaven, to hear the words that cannot be spoken by man. He heard these words, the spoken words of God. St. Peter and Paul never traveled together in their lifetime, nor did they spend much time together. Yet Paul somehow knew that that together they would be in the end with Jesus Christ. And so they are remembered today because they were both martyred on this date. Jesus Christ once told Peter that, quote, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wish. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish to go. Jesus foretold Peter the type of death in which he would glorify God. Saint Peter was to be crucified. The apostle Peter deemed himself unworthy to be crucified. As a savior, the, the most humiliating form, crucifixion. And he didn't figure he was worthy to have be crucified. And so he asked the executioners to crucify him upside down. His request was granted. His feet to heaven. His head at the feet of Jesus Christ. Looking into the heavenly kingdom. St. Paul was also martyred this day. He was beheaded in the city of Rome for crimes against the emperor. St. Paul was smart. He was Hebrew, but he also became a Roman citizen and therefore was not permitted to be crucified, but was beheaded. And it is written, when they beheaded the saint, blood and milk, came forth from the wound. And his head bounced three times on the ground. And three fountains of living water sprang up from the location where his head hit the ground. And continues to this day, living water flows up from those three fountains in the church of Three Fontaine. We honor these great and holy apostles of Christ this morning both shared equally in the light of Christ. Let us imitate how they lived, or at least how they were restored through humility and repentance and attain the grace and love of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is among us.